Hi, everyone. It's Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. I often get requests for more details on how to integrate frequency work on a practical daily level. I've heard you. So today we're going to be discussing easy to implement tactics and strategies of how to integrate frequency work most efficiently and effectively. After the discussion, we're going to wrap it up with a group frequency calibration to help to begin to remove the distortion patterns around this topic. So let's get started. Dennis? Karen, you get a lot of wonderful questions from the people that follow your work. And what I'd like to do for this segment is just go back and just pick up some of those questions. That sounds great. Okay, super. So the first one you're going to enjoy. Okay. So I'm sure you hear this quite a bit. What is really the quickest way to accelerate this work? Yeah. What is the fastest? I want to get there. <laughs> I want something to happen. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, as a reminder, there is no end destination point. There may be for some of you. And actually, it's not really that you're getting to an end destination point. It may that be that you come to a place where you don't want to continue the work because you feel like you've gotten far enough and you, don't, and you feel like things in your life are resolving and you're good. Others of you are going to want to continue because, again, this is an infinite process. So um, from the, the larger picture perspective. Okay, now to get to the logistical, practical answer to that question, the answer to that question is threefold. Confirm the deletion of the pattern, which you've heard me say often enough. Now, I say this over and over again in different episodes. And often the simplest things to say are sometimes the hardest things to implement or to practice all the time. So it is important that we confirm the deletion of the patterns because no one else can do this for you. It's your journey. Only you have the free will and the ability to remove the distortion patterns out of your physical, mental, emotional fields. I can help you do it on spirit level, but you've got to, to complete it. I mean, you don't have to. It's just a lot faster, okay? So con confirming the deletion of the patterns is important. Um, in fact, critical. That's the fastest way, okay? The second is to do more of the work, right? So actually to stay with it. Stay with it. Yeah. Even So it's funny to me. Um, it's not funny. Um, it's interesting to me that when... People get the most traction. That's actually when it gets a little bit stickiest. So life gets really weird, right? Because things start to re fall away in your life in a way that can seem a little bit chaotic. And that's because your life is reorganizing to a higher level order. So it can look a little bit chaotic and a little, you know, yeah. uncertain yeah. for many of you, which could be scary. And you've been asking for change. If you have, if you, in our reality, you can't have massive change and have everything stay the same. It's sort of one or the other. Yep. So um, it's interesting to me that people sometimes will leave frequency work or stop doing it right at the moment where it's just about to make a massive difference for them. Like they just, you know what I mean? They like leave just a few seconds too early, or not seconds, but you know what I mean? Like just a few somethings too early. Yep. So a short relative period of time. So to stick with it, because it's funny, it's kind of like doing a remodel. You know, when people do remodeling of their houses, 
they have to take out the plumbing from the walls, they redo the electrical, all this stuff happens, and it seems like nothing's happening to the house. You're like, wow, they've been working for a really long time. It seems like nothing happens. But then at the end, in the last 5%, when they put the drywall up, they put the paint on the walls, the light fixtures, and then it looks like something's happening. But, it, but all that other work has had to happen yeah. in order for that pretty stuff on the outside to change. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's kind of like that. You're really re resetting the foundation, the stuff behind the walls that creates the feeling of that room yep. that is your life. So you have to demo, demo all that other stuff out first, rebuild on the inside of the yep. walls, and then the finish is really beautiful. So confirm delete of the patterns, deletion of the patterns. The second thing is let yourself sleep. Sleep is actually really important because often you can release distortion patterns during this time. Sleep is your friend. The second thing is water drink a lot of water. Water is your friend because it is extremely transmutative. So when you drink a lot of it, okay, some of you will need to add coconut water to water because of the electrolytes and all that good stuff. Um, that is really important to help support the change on frequency level. For some reason, water is really supportive of that. So not only internally consuming more of it, Right? I mean, even if you cleanse physically, they'll tell you to drink more water. It's the same thing with frequency work. You're just, instead of purging physical toxicity, you're purging distortion patterns, right? So to help your body do that, to take in more water is helpful. Also, if you can immerse yourself in water, that too is helpful. So if you take Epsom salt baths, if you go to one of those flow pods, if you happen to live by an ocean that's clean, great. If you're in a near clean rivers or lakes, get into those, okay? So that also is really helpful externally because like I said water is crystalline in structure it is extremely transmutative it can help clear distortions faster it also pulls you into the present moment much more quickly okay. so those okay. are my answers to that question that's that, that's that's fantastic <laughs> so, wow uh, here's another one yeah if a person is uh, interested in multiple topics yeah let's say a deep dive on healthy eating a GM uh, GFC on manifestation and maybe um, if I started to replay one of the live streamings you know how does one go about making the most of the meditations on a daily basis and does it does it really help to replay the meditations yeah. or if I should play it once and Be if done. I get it done. boom move yeah. on right so, so that's, that's a lot right it's there. a lot right there yeah so I'm gonna give you a little story just for okay. fun okay so when my father, when he was alive, started frequency work, he wanted to get the maximum out of frequency work. Ooh. Right. So he actually had my sister, who was, like, he was pretty tech savvy, to set up three devices so he could stream three equivalents to GFCs constantly at all times. Three different ones. Three different ones. Three yeah. different ones. Yeah, not the three same ones, exactly. Three different ones at yes. the same time so he could like, take in the most. We're, we're going to get this work done. Yeah, we're going to get it done. My, mother, my poor mother was like, oh my God, please make this stop. That is not required to, <laughs> to stream three different GFCs at the same time. Okay, so I'm making, I'm, I'm making light of yeah. it because it was really funny at the time. Well, it was funny after the time passed. But in any case, so to answer those questions, the first is, okay, so it is that I understand the nature of that question, but it presumes linearity. Okay, it presumes that we linearly have one thing, we reduce this stuff, we have this other thing, it takes away this stuff. Do you understand? It's like, it's linear. The, the question presumes linearity. Does that make sense yeah, to you? Everything's in a different shoebox. Shoe box, and you're yeah. going to like, kind of go at each shoebox. Okay, I'll do this one today. Yeah, 
and that unravels this, yeah. and then this unravels this, yeah. and then, you know, it's like a linear thing. Yeah. It's actually not linear, okay? So I know it's difficult for us to understand it, and it's going to be difficult for me to describe it. But the frequencies are not linear, and so therefore, as you, and they kind of adapt to your frequency vibration. So what happens is as you rise in frequency vibration, the effectiveness of what you can release exponentially increases. So even, for example, if you're doing something on, I don't know, um, low self-worth, okay? As you're releasing the stuff on low self-worth, it also starts to affect abundance, okay? Which also then can affect eating because it's not linear. They're all kind of interwoven. It's like a bowl of spaghetti. Everything's woven in with each other. So as you start to unravel this, I know I talk about it as if it's a layers of an onion because it's easier for us yeah. conceptually to understand yeah. that, but really it's a bowl of spaghetti, okay? And so as you're untangling the bowl, right, as you're pulling bits of the spaghetti out of the bowl, the spaghetti starts to loosen and what comes out as you pull the things, as you pull the distortion patterns out, actually can get bigger. Yeah. Like you can actually yeah. release more and it starts to have an accelerated effect, meaning more aspects of your life are shifted from one distortion pattern being relieved, re released. Yeah. Does that make sense? So, so let me just go for it. Let me stop there because Great. that's uh, the spaghetti got me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, so let's say that I was working on scarcity. Yeah. So uh, I've decided that I'm going to block everything else out and just scarcity. Right. And what you're saying is you may do that if you wish. Of course. But the fact of the matter is scarcity impacts a lot of uh, a yeah, lot everything. of a big part of your life. Yeah. Exactly. You know, so, yeah, okay. exactly. So there are many unanticipated effects from doing one thing, right? You may think it's like you said in that example, you're only yeah. affecting one thing, but you're not. You're actually affecting multiple things at the same time. Okay. So the second part of that question was how do I best use the, the GFCs, right? Yeah. Like, and do I yeah. need to replay them often? Yeah. Okay. So what I will say is, okay, trust yourself. So your intuition, your higher self, you're going to know which ones you want to do more. Okay, so I'll just use myself as an example. When I was doing this work, especially at the beginning, uh, well, basically, I just did everything I could get my hands on, right? So I was just like, I'll just do all of it. That's just the way I am. It might be kind of a reflection of, of my dad. Yeah. <laughs> a little lineage pattern I, repeat I, there. I, I, don't, I don't mean to, you know. No, no, it's no, perfect. Oh, no. <laughs> Okay. That's perfect. At least I didn't play them all simultaneously. <laughs> God. Anyway, so um, anyway, so my point is, you will intuitively know the ones you need to repeat. Okay. So I would listen to some of them once and be like, okay, done. You know, that wasn't that right. And some of them I would listen to like eight times, right? And the other thing that I would like to note is, so you again, remember, it's a bowl of spaghetti. It's not an onion. I know I use the onion analogy. Yeah. It's really a bowl of spaghetti. So what happens is, let's imagine you do all this work clearing. Let's use your example of scarcity, okay? So now you've listened to the deep dive on whatever scarcity for, I don't know, 8, 10, 12 times, whatever it is, a lot, okay? And then at the end, you're like, oh, I don't find myself listening to it as much. I don't really need to. Wonderful. It's now two years later. All of a sudden, you're like, hmm, I think I need to listen to that thing again. It's because it's come up again, that, that, that there's a thread in that bowl of spaghetti that needs to be resolved. Probably might be a small chunk. It might not, you know what I mean? It might not pull out a whole, but it's critical for you to listen to it at that point because yeah. it may also be the gateway for something else to pull, pull out. Does that make sense? Yeah. So trust yourself and know that if you have a feeling to do that, to go ahead and do that. It just, we never know exactly what the, yeah. like again, we don't know consciously the function of all these things because it's not linear, but they can sometimes 
um, come up in unexpected ways. And, you know, I would think that my person two years later mm -hmm. is a different person. Oh, absolutely. It's a different vibration. Yeah. It's a different mental, emotional, physical, psychological, spiritual. Everything's I'm a, changed. I'm a different being. Yeah, assuming you've done frequency work. Exactly. Yes. So when I listen to that, it's like with new brand e new ears. Brand new ears. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I get that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This one here. Mm -hmm. This is one that, uh, uh, wow. <laughs> Detox. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. Okay. I, I want to do the program, but I, I don't want to do the detox thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be tough. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the whether you want to experience detox or not is not up to you, really, on your conscious mind level. I just want to preface this by saying. It is not required that you experience detox. Not everyone does. Okay? It, it'll be different. It'll be different for, for everybody. Yeah. And it may be that you detox really hard on some things and you're like, ding, nothing for others. It's entirely possible. So please don't determine in advance that you're going to have massive detox and everything. You, you may not. Okay? So I just want to mention that. Yes. So detox, um, as you say, looks different for everyone. Um, the way to accelerate, so here's my thing about detox. I usually know when it's happening and I like to ex expedite it as much as possible by yield and also yield the benefit of it at the same time. Because if you don't complete the detox process, it will prolong. It's gonna be as long as it needs to be for it to happen. Does that make sense? So detox is another word for integration for those of you who don't know. If you don't know what I'm talking about, watch episode three, which is on detox, how to leverage it. Yeah. Okay, this is a point. So. Now, what I'll say is, so how I personally expedite detox, okay? And I'm also, like now versus when I was first beginning. So uh, when I first began, I would um, not give myself that much time for detox and I kind of would just power through it. You know, I would just like listen to it more. I would kind of just, um, I would give myself more self-care that type of thing, but I was kind of very relentlessly moving forward because that was just the nature of who I was. So now, with detox, what I do is I, not do, or what I experience is that I notice when I'm in it faster. I'm like, oh, here we go, we're in detox. Like when I'm really cranky, when I'm sensitive to stuff, when I'm noticing I'm a little bit off, off center. The first thing that I do typically is A, recognize it, and B, create time for stillness as quickly as humanly possible as quickly as I can, right? So meaning I give myself space by myself with no one else around me to have that process, okay? I, and I know that can be hard. Believe me, I'm really, really, really busy with spherical luminosity, which is wonderful. So it can be hard to have the discipline to create that. If you give yourself that, even if it's an hour on a bike ride or whatever it is, that can really speed things up because you've given yourself that time to process through whatever you need to process through on the physical level. So that's the first thing. I know you have a question I can hear. Well, I, I would. So I think one thing that, you know, detox, everything has its merit. Uh -huh. And I think it's going to force you to honor yourself. Yes. Because it will not allow you yeah. to pretend like everything's okay. Yeah, it's not. And, <laughs> and I can just keep my old patterns. Yeah. And I... I I don't have to make changes. Right. 
I can evolve without making changes. Right. Oh. Yeah, it doesn't happen so much. And <laughs> yeah. in fact, the more we resist that, yeah. uh, the more we don't want to see the patterns, the more we don't want to change, the yeah. more actually intense the detox yeah. becomes, I've noticed from my own experience. Um, I also, uh, when you see the patterns in your own life and are willing to see how what you tend to, to do to contribute to those patterns or play them out or whatever, it can be very hard because we don't necessarily want to see or acknowledge those things. And I don't mean self beat up, I mean, or self abuse. I mean, see those things and recognize them and have a desire to move away from them. Yeah. So be like, okay, I see those things. I don't want them anymore. Those are not mine. And then move away from them. That's different. But even that act of seeing them can be difficult for many of us, right? Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, sometimes when you're in the fire of it, my thought often has always been the only way through is through in the sense of like I don't want to stay here so I can stay here and not change and stay in this which sucks or I can keep going even though it's painful for me to look at this aspect of myself I'm just gonna keep going because I don't want to stay here so that's usually what has propelled me through yeah. detox yeah. Yeah. the other thing that I would mention as well as like the stillness and the self-reflection and the um, confirmation of the deletion of the patterns is self-care so during this time, if you find a modality that's helpful to you, whether it's cranial sacral massage, whether it is chiropractic, whether it is acupuncture, whatever modality, okay, it doesn't really matter what it is, use it. Because during this time, it's helpful to support that process and to integrate more quickly rather than more slowly. Right? You're just supporting the physical body's integration of it. It's important. So I would say, don't be like, I'm, you know, I have to like suffer more and I'm gonna just like plow through it. I mean, you can. And if you support yourself in this way, really important. And also for those of you who use food as a way to, to comfort yourself during this time, be very aware of your tendencies during the detox period. Because a lot of times, many of us are conditioned to eat right to make ourselves feel better yeah. and I get that because I used to have that pattern so I'm yeah. very like my culture is very focused around food right it's yeah. used as a reward it's used as comfort so I, I get it and be aware if you start to want to eat as a way to like distract from the detox so part of the discipline is to watch and be like no I'm not gonna let myself do I really in three weeks is this gonna feel good to me to have eaten this right now no it's not or not even maybe three weeks tomorrow tonight whatever you know yeah. so Anyway, just yeah. as a as something to reflect on. Yeah. You know, when you were talking about that, you know, I think for me, what I have discovered is when it comes to detox, there's no detour. There's no detour. Oh God, there's no detour. I mean, you would like to yeah. think that, oh, I'll put this off, <laughs> or you know, but what you don't oh, want, God. what you don't want yeah. the detox to do is to shut you down. Right. So I'm not going to continue this work. Yeah. It's too challenging. It's too difficult. Yeah. It's. I guess I didn't want change. Yeah. I want to go back to the old yeah. patterns. And you know, a, a very and a very common form of detox, by the way, is people start to doubt like crazy, right? I did this too. It's like this work is BS. Karen's BS. I suck. None of this works. <laughs> Anybody who's done this work, they're like, oh yeah. That's all the kind of I, personal. I, I, I played that song. <laughs> I, I've been there. I've so if you're doing that, if you hear that yeah. kind of talk. It's actually your pain body and ego mind responding to the massive level of change that is yeah. occurring. Yeah. Okay. So just to like be like, okay, thank you for that conversation. It's not helpful moving on. And so part of the confirmation of the deletion is to be like, I hear that. No, not right now. Yeah. Okay. okay. So. 
Next question, yeah. and this has to do with the fact that the process is not just a straight line process. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, what should a person do during the lulls? It's like, oh, yeah. it's like I've just, I've kind of just you know, leveled off. Yeah, flatlined. Totally like I, don't, I don't know if I'm growing or going or yeah. what, what's going on. Yeah. What do I do during that period? Yeah. Um, be still. Oh, oh be still. still. I know. Okay. Yeah, I realize that sucks. For people who ask that question, it's because they want to keep going. So I, I hear that. And we did a little uh, segment on um, less is more. So go listen to that. Yeah. And it's really important that when you have these, it's funny because the, the word lull implies that there's no growth in that period of stillness. Okay. There is actually massive growth happening, but you require the still or not, but, and you required the stillness in order to have even more, the capacity for even more growth. Does that make sense? What you're doing in that still period is releasing more stuff, even though you may or may not be aware of it, to and also to increase your capacity. So two things are happening. One, you're getting rid of more garbage. Two, you're increasing your capacity. So overall, there's a much greater amount of capacity for accelerated growth next. It's actually a required and efficient way to continue your growth path. We just think that, oh, nothing's happening, so yeah. therefore we, we need to do more things. It's not necessarily true. Those quote-unquote lulls aren't really just lulls. They're just periods of stillness where growth is not necessarily detectable by the conscious mind. Wow. And this one might be kind of that same um, down that same road is okay. what is the difference between momentum mm -hmm. versus non-momentum? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that is that kind of along that same line? Yeah. So I would say that the answer to that question depends on the person that you are. Okay. So if you're a type of person who is a growth speed junkie in the sense of not speed as in the drug, but speed as an acceleration. Okay. So you like to move fast. Okay. That is when to pay attention to yourself and notice if you have this addiction to speed, right? You just want to keep going, keep going, keep going, and you're not okay with the stillness. So for you, that discipline is to be in that stillness because it is about yielding the depth and the breadth of that additional capacity and not to rob yourself of that, okay? Because your growth will be limited if you keep robbing yourself of the stillness. Make sense? You can only yeah. grow so fast because you don't have more capacity. You need to have more capacity to sustain the growth that you want. Make sense? Yeah. So then, if you're the other way though, um, if you tend to be somebody who likes to linger and linger and linger in this free floating nothing space, it can be tremendously hard to start to move because it requires like this sort of um, breaking free of that inertia. Again, this is a kind of escape velocity that we talked about in another segment, right? Escape velocity is the, the amount of force required for a rocket to break the gravitational pull of the Earth. It's the same thing. Sometimes people who tend to be more into stillness and less desirous of movement, generally speaking, are, it's hard for them to have the discipline to go into action. Okay, this is not a criticism, it's just harder for some people. For them, to, the amount of momentum that was required to break that is huge. So for those people, notice that in yourself and have the discipline to move forward if 
if it's presented to you and use the momentum of others to help you go into action. Does that make sense? So a mastermind, whether it's on the spirit level and or on physical, maybe you need both you know, to get you into some kind of momentum and that is more active than you normally would want. So our very last question. Yeah. So that sounds excellent. Okay. The, the very last question is, how do I know yeah. when to take action? You know, you talked yeah. about stillness and you talked about action. Yeah. What, how, do I, how do I know when to actually move yeah. from that stillness into action? You don't do it with your mind. You watch you watch and then what happens is you'll be like pulled into action meaning watch the circumstances around you so the people situations circumstances opportunities will present themselves and when you have a strong yes response like yes that's it then go into action but if you have opportunities present themselves and you're like hmm that sounds good on paper you're like and it's kind of like I don't but you're doing it more because you have the fear of missing out rather than yes that sounds amazing that's not a yes that's a maybe and I have to, you know what I mean? Like if you're doing it cause you're thinking about it too much and I don't want to miss out and, I, right, and you're thinking about, that's not a strong yes, that's a maybe. Yeah. Follow the strong yeses. If you follow the strong yeses, like yeah, absolutely I'm gonna do this. And most of you who are watching this know this, right? Yeah. It's like even listening to me, you're like, yes, that, whatever, I don't even know what the heck she's talking about, but whatever it is, I kind of want to do more of that, yeah. okay? That's a strong yes and that's what I mean by that. So it's hard to have the discipline sometimes to wait for those strong yeses, but if you do, then you, you're, it's like tremendous amount of momentum. And if you have the patience to wait and do the work in the quote unquote waiting, what will present as an opportunity that it is a strong yes will be of a higher resonating order. Oh. So it's worth the, the patience. It's worth the timing. And also you're not so distracted by all the maybes that you miss the yes. Does that make sense? Because you're like filling up your time and you don't want to be, right? Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. So it's to be, have the discipline to wait or be still, right? Do the work when the strong yes comes in and then move with like all of your um, intention. But this is, you know, like so many things in life. Mm -hmm. It's it's a live and learn. Oh, absolutely. And, and yeah. as, you, as you stay with the process, the longer you stay with it, the mm -hmm. better you're gonna get at, oh, it's time to go. Yeah, totally. And as you get clearer and remove your distortion patterns, you trust yourself more, yeah. Yeah. the opportunities that show up are clearer, yeah. that type of thing, right? So it's a sort of a, a, a naturally self-reinforcing, yeah. accelerating cycle, which is really awesome. So um, yeah, and what I would also say is, um, as you're waiting, and if it's like a maybe, you'll the energy will peter out. So just watch. You know, and we did a whole segment on yeah. when it's legit to quit. So knowing the difference between trying to avoid, you know, um, trying to avoid working and um, momentum dropping away, watch that because that will help you. So anyway, hopefully that answers. Well, I'll tell you what, this insight, I think it's going to help us all on the journey, Karen. Thank you very much. Thank you. Karen, could you help me? I hear so often when I look at uh, your video or your website, GFC. Exactly what is that? A GFC is a group frequency calibration, which looks a lot like a guided meditation on a particular topic. And what I'm doing is I'm helping you to remove the distortion patterns of that particular topic. And because you're coming together as a mastermind in a group to connect to pure source even more and to clear the distortion patterns of this particular topic, what happens is a tremendous amount of momentum starts to happen because of the energetic of the entire 
group and each individual is able to move faster and ascend higher than they could have on their own. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. So please do not drive while listening to this GFC. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for best practices. So the theme of this GFC is to enable you to move into more easily the best practices that will help you integrate and accelerate the most. Okay, because sometimes knowing what they are and then doing them are not the same. So becoming aware first of your solar plexus, the space between your belly button and the base of your sternum. And as you become aware of this space, we're going to take a deep breath together, taking a nice deep inhale, holding your breath in at the very top for a count of five. And at the end of that five count, after you have exhaled, holding out your breath for a count of four. And whilst we wait for the mastermind to coalesce and become more coherent, for those of you who have completed that breath, bringing your attention to your lower belly, between your belly button and your pubic bone, breathing normally as you keep your attention here. And as we wait for the mastermind to become coherent, please note that I am working on you at both the group and the subgroup level, and that I will be making noises on my end. So you likely will hear me yawn or exhale sharply, sometimes even hum. And that's just how I remove the distortion patterns at this time. And more and more, I am working in silence. So if you don't hear anything from me, I am still working on you. I just happen to be working in very high frequencies that if I make verbal sound, um, it lowers that frequency, which doesn't benefit you. So just know if you don't hear anything, I'm still working on you. Good. Good. So now that the mastermind has coalesced, we're going to go ahead and ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And that question again is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source. And as you ask yourself that question, 
Please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the space at the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this space, imagining or becoming aware of a brilliance at its very center. And this brilliance begins to intensify because you have your attention on it. And please note that brilliance doesn't necessarily mean light. It can be a feeling of warmth or tingliness or even a shimmeriness in the blackness. Yes. So as you have your attention on this brilliance, it begins to expand outwards through your blood cells, through your organs, out through your bone structure, out through your flesh, expanding out through the pores of your skin into the space between your physical body and the outer perimeter of your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Please notice or become aware of the brilliance within the sphere. And as that brilliance intensifies, it does so, so much that the sphere begins to shake or oscillate from side to side. And now please imagine or become aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this space, I'm working on you at spirit level to increase your frequency vibration so that this session is the most effective possible because it's coming from the highest resonating order. And also so you Basically, know where you are going because you can't come here yet without my help. So this allows you to entrain to your future self. Oh. 
Nice. Bringing your attention now, please, to the center of your heart space. And your heart space is not your physical heart. It's your energetic heart space in the center of your chest, in your nipple line. So in the center of your heart space and the hollow of your throat. So bringing your attention to these two spaces. If it's helpful to put your hands on these spaces, go ahead and do that. And if it's not, then don't. And as you keep your attention on these two spaces, the first distortion pattern that we're going to release is that of low self-worth or non-deserving of integrating quickly and efficiently. Okay, That there has to be some kind of suffering in order for the progress that you make to be worthwhile or valuable. Well, that's not necessarily true. And now bringing your attention to your xiphoid process, which is right at the base of your sternum. So your sternum is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. So if you trace the line of your sternum along the bone, when it becomes flesh, that's and it's a little bit tender when you press on it, that's your xiphoid process. So bringing your attention right there. Okay, so depending on the subgroup you're in, this is resistance to, resentment of, disgust with, disdain of, or dislike of your physical body. Okay, that it's not as important somehow as your spiritual body. And for a subgroup of you, it's not only not important, it's actually negative. You're trying to get away from it for various reasons, okay? Because of what you've been taught with your religions, that it's heavy or dirty or shameful or sinful or whatnot, okay? Also through the culture. So we're going to pull this out. Because it's important that we ascend not only spiritually, but physically as well. 
So the most efficient path is for our bodies to come with us. So it's important to become neutral to and even possibly celebrate your body in order to get to that point of being able to ascend physically in addition to spiritually. you're feeling a little bit of nausea here, just keep breathing. It will pass. It's just the distortion patterns coming out of you. keeping your attention in that xiphoid process and imagining a straight line down all the way to the top of your pubic bone. So along that center line. Mm -hmm. this, of, this distortion pattern is lack of trust in self that you'll be able to make the changes, sustain the changes, um, keep on your spiritual growth, etc. Okay, so it's a lack of trust in self and in your higher self, both. Okay, so we're going to remove this.
So now, bring your attention to your xiphoi process and the hollow of your throat. Okay. All right. So this is to do with expressing clearly to those around you what um, you need in terms of support to um, complete these best practices of for integration and acceleration. Okay, there's almost a, um, for a large supper group of you, um, you're not okay with asking for this. So removing this. Good. <clears throat> Bringing your attention now, please, to your xiphoid process at the base of your sternum, about three inches or seven centimeters directly beneath it. We're going to clear out, reset, and integrate your pain body. Good. This brings us to the end of this session. These GFCs help people release distortion patterns. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my personal resources creating these as my gift to the world. If a GFC topic resonates with you, often more work that can be provided in this one GFC is needed to really clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support.